Three people waiting. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Three, two, one. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. I see everyone's coming in. I see everybody coming in. Go, go, go. Yeah. Guys, if you're here, let's have the most amazing experience ever. If you're here, put your camera on so we can get to see each other and meet each other. We didn't get that luxury last week. Let's try and get it this week. So put your cameras on. Alberto, I see you. Led, I see you. Melvin, on, I see you. Uh, Melvin, are you in Singapore? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, Melvin's in Singapore. We okay. took a photo today together. Yeah, I, 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 met, I, met, I met you today at the conference, right? Yes, right. We, we took a photo together. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. Oh, I mean, how's that? I'm from South Africa. I meet a fan and a participant in Singapore, and here he is in our crypto school. What a world, what a world, what a world. Yeah. All right, amazing. I see Twitter, I see you. I see you. I hear a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Hello, fam. I see everybody. Uh, Amir, I see you. Um, oh, okay. Tommy just killed my view, but okay, hold on a second. Let's just get the view here. Um, Something with my mic. Someone just mute your mic. I think that, that will make it a lot easier. Um, okay, let's just admit more people. Okay, here we go. Okay, oh, let's see. Wow. Shaz, I see you. Nicole, Nicola, Boz, uh, Brad, Curry, Fanola, Jack. Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is so amazing to see everyone. Here. I'm glad we could see each other face to face. Thomas, I see you too. David, Patrick, I see you. All right. Uh, Hey guys, hey guys, Darren. Wow, I see you guys. So cool. This is so fucking cool. So, welcome back. Uh, I'm in Singapore, as you can see. It's about ten o'clock at night. Um, everyone, I, I was at a restaurant. I just left the restaurant. The guys at the restaurant said they cannot believe that I'm leaving a restaurant to go into crypto school. And then now that I see all of you guys, it just makes it all worth it. So we've got family all around the world, and um, it's a real privilege to be bringing you guys into the, on this journey with us. Um, let's quickly talk about last week. How were the lessons? How was network effect? How was decentralization? Did you, did you, did you guys get a feel for how amazing network effects are? Um, for me, network effects, that lesson that I, that I gave you guys on network effects was one of those things that really, really, really changed my life. When I understood the power of a network, and I understood how it can never be stopped. Man, I got it's it's, it's one of the most life-changing lessons that I've ever had. How did you guys feel? Did you enjoy it? Was it good? Give us a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Yeah, if you enjoyed it, give us a thumbs up. Um, if you're if you didn't enjoy it, if you can give us some feedback, give us unmute yourself and tell us what you saw because then that, like we want feedback. You guys are really our second cohort. It's the compound effect. Yes, exactly. The compound effect. How powerful is it, right? I mean, it's so crazy powerful um, that once they get going, you just can't stop them because people are almost forced to join the network, even if they don't want to. Like, wow. Um, another lesson, which I think probably is very pertinent that you guys did last week, uh, is decentralization and taking away money, the money from the governments. 
And now when you're seeing what's going on around you in the UK, and I don't know if you guys have been following the news and watched the collapse of the British pound, doesn't it all just make perfect sense all of a sudden? Like the history of money and the government printing money. And this week, the pound is pretty much collapsing. The UK government doesn't know what to do. On the one hand, they're in increasing interest rates, which would slow down spending. On the other hand, they are, they are putting money into the economy. That's how confused they are at the moment. They really have nowhere to hide because, because of all this inflation. So what a week to be learning about stuff like that, right? It's interesting, really, because um, Janet Yellen doesn't think there's an issue. Mm. And the, uh, the, fat, the Fat Boss Bank, I'm not sure who is, that they've got, they've got their head. So, so, I mean, Janet Yellen works for Joe Biden, and Joe Biden is going through a midterm election in 45 days or 40 days. So I don't know if she's allowed to admit that there's an issue. But I think to us, specifically after having learned what we just learned, we can see the issue. We can see that there's a lot of inflation. Yeah. Um, I guess later today, we're going to talk about whether it's a good time or a bad time to buy Bitcoin, because I think you're all sold on, on the concept. And then we're going to ask ourselves, well, is this a good time or a bad time? And I think that's what Coach Dan's going to take us through today. And let's make it an open discussion. Let's have Q&As. That's really what these sessions are about. Um, you've got myself here today. You've got Coach Dan. You've got the whole school team, Gina, Tom, everybody. And then you've got a, a guest appearance, special guest appearance, with Kyle Dupes, who's, I mean, for those of you who don't watch banter, Kyle Dupes is our in-house bear. He's always negative. Um, so, you know, he's the kind of guy that walks that's, into office. That's a lie. I'm the only realistic one there. He's, he's not mean, always negative. You know, it's like when you walk into the office every morning and you say, good morning, everyone. How are you? Everyone says, oh, we're great. We're good. Kyle's like, we're okay, but. So, you know, the Kyle's always the, the realistic one. So it's good that you've got two views today and you've got a moderator, you've got Coach Dan. Uh, I think with that, let me actually hand over to Gina or Coach Dan or whoever's going to lead the session and then let's get into the session. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, Ran. I'm going to speak for a very short time today. Just want to welcome everybody back from the community. Super excited to have you here today. And I'm very excited that we could see you all today. Um, we, missed, we missed seeing everybody last week. So from isn't my that, side... Isn't, can I just say, isn't, you remember I was, I was upset last week that I couldn't see you guys. Isn't it much better like this where we can see each other, where I know and I can see that Andres is wearing a green shirt and I can see <laughs> that Nicholas is wearing a striped shirt and I can see, I mean, I mean, come on, guys, this is amazing. And I can see that Mark's in a strip club. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's no answer. <laughs> all, the, all the pain of registering for Zoom, you made it here, and we're so happy that you've made it here today. So, so we just want to, I personally want to say, there's been loads of activity in, in Discord this week. What was that? <laughs> um, the, there's been loads of activity in Discord, loads of questions, and I just want to say thank you everybody for your patience. We know the teams have been frustrating. We know the Zoom registration has been a bit of a nightmare for some of you. So we just want to say thank you. Thank you for sticking with it. Jackie has been working 24 hours around the clock to try to make those team things work. And um, we are just working our very best to make, to make it as smooth sailing as possible. So I just want to say thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for your patience. And also today to officially welcome some of our moderators who've been interacting with you in the Discord. 
um, you'll you'll be checking in with them later on in the breakout room. So I won't go into too much detail now because we want to we want to really maximize on, on our time with Ron and Kyle and Dan today. But just really wanted to say welcome back and um, super excited for the session ahead today. So I am going to hand over to Dan, who we missed last week. And Dan, please go ahead and introduce yourself officially, even though they've seen you many times in the learning platform, um, and then take us take us down the 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 pathway of, of learning all about buying and selling. All right. Right now, I'm basically just see myself. There we go. Now I have a gallery with lots of people in front of you. This is amazing. How are you guys doing? Give me a thumbs up if you're okay out there so I can see that you're with me. Everybody can hear me. Everybody's good. All right. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, guys. So I'm so sad that I missed you last week. I was unfortunately man down. <laughs> I didn't even know that uh, COVID existed anymore, but apparently it did, and it did pretty bad. I was man down for a bit. Guys, can we a lot of voices? Can we mute whoever's not uh, talking? Gina, can we mute everyone except Dan? Yes, yes, yes. So, so Dan, if I do have to mute all, because I'm trying to do it individually, if I do have to mute all, just click your mic back on, because it will mute right, you as okay, well. But I am perfect. trying to do individuals. Okay, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm still here. You guys can still hear me, right? All right. So I missed you last week. So I'm here today. I guess most of you have seen me already. I'm the crazy guy in the how to videos. I'll tell you that, you know, you're not a robot and all that stuff. So how many of you recognize people already? I can see a lot of people nodding. All right. So let me ask you, have the how to videos been helpful so far? Yes? Have you guys learned something from that? All right. Awesome. 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 Thank you so very much. We're in the process of updating them also as we go along here. Everything is just getting better and improving. So I am going to just make a very, very brief introduction of myself since I wasn't with you guys uh, uh, last week. So let me see if I can actually get my screen sharing on here. We go. I normally have three screens. I only have two today, but let's see if we can make this happen. All right. Um, I yeah, think yeah, well, oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, I, okay. The little thing is thinking a lot here. Don't ask me why. Wow. I must say, while you're connecting, Facebook made an announcement 15 minutes ago, and they announced that everyone on Facebook and Instagram in the U.S. can connect their wallets and their NFTs. On Facebook and Instagram. That's amazing. Okay. That did not work. Facebook trying to be relevant. It's called Meta Ran. Meta. Okay. Sorry. Meta. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's, like I can never, it's like I can never get used to Matic and Polygon. Like I can never get used to like calling Matic Polygon. It's Matic. <laughs> All right, can you guys see me and hear me? Yes. Give me a thumbs yes. up if you can see yes, me and hear me. And do you have a big white screen yes, we can. in the corner in front of you? Yes, sir. All right, okay, cool. Then I think this is Let's get through this. So, hey, everybody, I'm Coach Dan. Sorry I missed you last week. I'm going to run this very quickly here today. I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about myself, right? I'm a 46-year-old Swedish Spaniard. I have a master's degree in economics and business administration. And before I started my own coaching and training business about four or five years ago, before that, I spent 15 years 
in uh, IT and finance. That's kind of like the LinkedIn profile of me, if you will, not very interesting, right? What might be a little more interesting is that I'm also a skydiving instructor. I was a skydiving instructor for 20 years and uh, I loved it. I, I very, very quickly became kind of like the go-to guy for difficult students, people who did not want to get out of the plane. Uh, <laughs> how that would normally work is like some instructor colleague of mine would go up in the plane with a bunch of students, but once they're in the door, they kind of went, no, 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 no. There's no way I'm getting out of this plane. And they will take the students down again. And I would have the privilege to work with them during the day. And by the end of the day, most of the times we were jumping together. So that's kind of like my passion for helping people overcoming obstacles to have new experiences like kind of started. And it became a passion of mine. So I, I went on and I became a certified coach and, and facilitator. So I really, really enjoy this whole thing of like helping people go from complete fear to total euphoria. It's like, it's the most amazing thing I think we can do as human beings. So what you might want to know more importantly is that I'm absolutely obsessed with financial freedom and cryptocurrency. And today we are going to be talking about buying and selling crypto. And I thought I was going to share my journey with you guys, how I started buying and how I've been selling. And it's been a little bit of a mess, my journey up until this point. So I thought I'd share it because a lot of people I think can learn from it. And then today we have a beautiful, beautiful setup here where we have Rand, who is a seasoned, successful investor. And we have Kyle, who is very, very much on the other side of the spectrum as a trader. So there's going to be a very, very interesting discussion here today. So my core belief about education is that it's not about like giving people just information. Everybody can get information today. You guys can go and search on the internet and get information. It's about sorting that information in a way that makes people transform. That makes people able to do something that they weren't able to do before. And I find that very, very important. That's why I'm very passionate about these practical parts of crypto school and these workshops. Or as one of my role models say, right? If you let your learning lead to knowledge, you become a fool. But if you let your learning lead to action, that is when your life changes. So guys, give me a thumbs up there if you're ready to start making some life-changing action in crypto. That sounds good for you guys out there. Are you guys ready to make that happen? Give me a thumbs up. All right, cool. Okay, okay. We have a lot of people are ready to take some action. And we already asked you guys to do a few things. Like the first thing we asked you to do was to sign up for the exchanges. And we gave you three different exchanges to work with. So I thought we would start here today with a little check-in, right? I think we have a poll ready here because I would like to know where are you guys? Did you manage to get signed up? Which exchange did you get signed up? sign up with and were you able to get your money onto the exchanges? Because if you're going to be buying and selling crypto, we need to have this first step sorted out. So Gina, can you help me load the polls here maybe? Yes, indeed. Here it comes. And Jackie's going to do the same on the other side. There we up go. On our side. There you go, guys. You had the questions in front of you. So if you could go ahead and answer that, that would be great. Oh, look at this go. This is amazing. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. 
All right, a lot of people have been managed to get signed up here. That's amazing. Cool. Let's give it another another couple of seconds for the rest of the crew to to fill their response in, and then we can check the results. Looking really good, guys. I'm impressed. Well done. Cool. Okay. Do you want to see the results? Uh, yes. Please share the results with everybody so we can see how guys are doing. Hey, awesome. There we go. All right. So quite evenly distributed between the three of them. A slight advantage for Bybit. Most people signed up with Bybit. Binance second place and Qcoin there. Okay, that's fantastic. Looks like a lot of people managed to get signed up. Uh, that's step number one. Where are we on step number two then? Let's see our next poll. Here we go. There we go. Thank you so very much. Were you able to get your money onto the exchange? Which method did you use? And have you bought crypto on an exchange before? Thank you so very much for answering so quickly, guys. This is amazing. This is really valuable information. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Oh, look at this. This is great. Should I, should I give us another 10 seconds and then we'll... Yes, 10 more seconds, 10 more seconds, guys. Seven, six. Cool. Let's there do it. There we go. Yes. All right. This is fantastic. And so what I can see is everybody's pretty much managed to deposit and 98% of you have already bought crypto on an exchange before. That's great. So I'm not going to run a demonstration today of how to place an order on an exchange because uh, 98% of you have already done that. But what we will do is we will post a video for those of you who would like to have a little more detailed instruction of how to go about and place a market order, limit order, and so forth, we will do a tutorial for that uh, and post it so you guys can check it out. Okay. Okay. Does that sound good, guys? Give me a thumbs up if everybody's happy with that. Yes, yes, yes. Double thumbs all around. Amazing. Thank you so very much, guys. That means, all right. Most people are deposited. Most people are ready to start buying and selling crypto, which is what we're going to talk about today. So I would like to get back to share my journey with you guys a little bit on buying and selling crypto. And I think most of you have seen a crypto chart before. That's what we have in front of us right now. I'm looking in a trading view chart that I have taken a screenshot of. And the way this works is this is the price chart of Bitcoin all the way back here to 2017 up until today. And for those of you who are not familiar with this, the way it works, you can see how I have one line here. And that gives me the date at the bottom, December 24th. And the other line gives, goes on this axis and gives me the price. So my journey started on December 24th, 2017. 
that's when I bought my first Bitcoin. Everybody has been talking about it so much over here. It ran up all the way to 20,000. And when it pulled back to just under 13, I thought it's time to go. So I made it happen. I bought my first Bitcoin. And at the time, my mindset around buying was kind of much, I'm buying a lottery ticket. I didn't know much about it at the time, but I had a friend of mine who was really passionate and he promised me, <laughs> promised me that it will go to 100,000. So I thought, okay, cool, let's buy one of these things, forget about it. And when it hits 100,000, that, that was a lucky lottery bet from my part. So that's how it started. Fast forward almost a year in November of 18. Now, I didn't feel as smart anymore because instead of going towards 100,000, Bitcoin has dropped down from where I bought it from 12 down to 4,000. And something happened today. A friend of mine called me. He said, sell your Bitcoin. Guy, bro, you got to sell it. It's 4,000 now. It's going to go to zero. And if it wasn't for one little thing, I probably would have listened to it. But at the time, I had just finished reading this book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Like, how many of you guys know this book? Have you guys read this book? Give me a thumbs up if this is familiar to you guys. Have you seen a lot of you have read this book? Awesome, awesome, awesome. For those of you who haven't, I really recommend this book. It is a great book. It shows the, like, how little that we actually learn about money in school and how that affects our mindset, right? But there's one passage in this book where Robert Kiyosaki talks about something called chicken littles. And what he, he explained it, Chicken Little, I have a passage from the book here. It says, warning, don't listen to poor or frightened people. I have such friends, and while I love them dearly, they are the chicken littles of life. To them, when it comes to money, especially investments, it's always, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. They can always tell you why something won't work. The problem is that people listen to them. But people who blindly accept doom and gloom information are also chicken littles. As that old saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. So at the time, I realized I love my friend. He's my best friend, but he's a chicken little. He's telling me to sell like everybody. So I decided to go in the complete opposite direction. I ain't no chicken little. I bought another Bitcoin. <laughs> So that's, that's how my buying journey started. Now, fast forward, October 2020, another milestone in my Bitcoin buying career. Because this is where I met Rand. I met Rand for the very, very first time. Uh, bro, Appa. I, don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys have noticed. Yeah, the local government wants to Now I hear somebody screaming in my ear. I don't know if you guys have noticed. But Rand is a little bit passionate about cryptocurrency and old coins. Just a little bit. Have you guys noticed that? <laughs> and thumbs up if you've noticed that Rand is quite passionate about it. Yes. So after spending a great weekend with him, he was chewing my ear off. I realized that, you know what? I probably should start looking into this a little bit more. This lottery ticket approach might be a little too lazy. Problem was, as I started thinking here, Bitcoin just ripped up to $40,000. So I was like, all right, when it pulled back down here again to just under 30, that's when I made a decision. Okay, Rand, let's try this. So I bought myself some old coins. And after that, luckiest thing I ever did. 
is it just went up 120% in just like a couple of weeks. And I, at the time, was just like, yes, yes, this is it. I'm hooked. This is the best thing in the world. <laughs> then you guys can see the graph. Yes, that's it. The price went down to just under 30,000 again. But here's interesting. I had spent so much time reading, absorbing information that I was hooked. Like I had drank the Kool-Aid full on. So instead of being scared here, I actually saw this as an opportunity. In my head, I was like, yes, this is a chance to finally load up properly. So I bought more altcoins. I had 15 of them now. And here we go. Boom. It absolutely ripped up to almost $70,000. And during that way up, I added another 30 altcoins to my portfolio. So on the top, I had 45 altcoins, altcoins added to my bag. Well, you guys can see the graph. You know what happened then. I thought I was a genius, obviously. But then it went down. I wrote it all the way down here. And the time before, I was really, really sure when it went down that I was buying more. At this time, the sentiment in the market was very different. I did not feel as confident anymore. As a matter of fact, I started thinking, what have I done? <laughs> Please, God, give me a chance to correct this mess. And he gave me one. Bitcoin went up to 44,000, and I rearranged a lot. I went down to only having three altcoins, uh, two altcoins, Bitcoin, uh, sorry, uh, Ethereum and Solana, and I had my Bitcoin. And I realized I need to have a think about this. I need to have a, a little better approach than what I'm having right now. How many of you can relate to my journey up until this point in any shape and form? It's been an up and down journey. How many can relate? <laughs> a lot of you are giving me thumbs up. Yes. All right. Cool. Great. So I figure it's time to ask myself some questions, right? Some classical, traditional questions. How, what, when? How am I buying these things? What am I buying and when am I buying? And the truth of the matter is, how am I buying? Am I buying structured and planned? No, I'm not. I'm just buying when it feels right. What am I buying? Do I buying from the perspective of intentional diversification? No, I'm not. I'm just chasing narratives. When am I buying? Am I buying, buying on the schedule? Do I have certain indicators? No, I just buy when it feels right. I realize I need to do my homework here a little bit. So. I realize that all of this is very random and based in old knowledge, old knowledge that I learned at university, which says time in the market is much more important than timing the market. Because if you look at the S&P 500, an, a stock index of the entire market, over a 30-year period, if you just buy, bought and hold, you got the highest return. If you went in and out of the market, just by missing the five best days, your return went down. And if you just miss 25 days out of the day 365 in a year, your return almost half. So this is a very strong argument for buying and staying in the market. However, I started doubting these things because I started asking myself, well, does this really apply to crypto? Crypto hasn't even been around for 30 years. And it's very, very volatile. Maybe this strategy is only 
viable for an old and mature market. But I realized one thing though. One thing is still true. The market worked in cycles. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, the Wall Street cheat sheet, which explains the different emotional times in a, in, in a market cycle. It starts with having hope. Yes, here we go. We get more and more optimistic all the way to the top when we're absolutely euphoric. And then it starts going down. We get anxious. Eventually we get panicked and eventually we capitulate and get into depression. And then it starts over again. So I'm starting to think that, okay, maybe I need a combined approach here. Maybe I need to have one part always in the market so I never miss those best days, but maybe I should also kind of develop a strategy for kind of riding these cycles, if you will. And I struggled with this. And then I was watching an episode on a podcast on, on YouTube. It's called the All In Podcast. It's a very, very good podcast. I highly recommend. And there's a guy on there, Shamat, who is a very, very well-known and successful investor. And he said on one of the episodes, he said this, every time I confuse an investment for a trade, I'm done for. That made me think. If one of the most successful investors have this problem, I can let myself off the hook for also having this problem a little bit. Distinguishing between investing and trading. So what I realized is that, okay, I need to have two portfolios. I need to have a better portfolio strategy. I need to have one part that I buy and hold and another part that I trade. So the image I showed in front of you, this is Sheldon's portfolio. Uh, you guys know Sheldon, he's one of our traders here. You guys know Sheldon the sniper here from Banter? Yes, excellent. So he separated his long-term from his trading portfolio. And that got me thinking, this is a great, great idea. I'm gonna try the same. How much am I putting into crypto? Over what time period? What is my goal? How long, am I, how long will I hold? And how much am I willing to commit in terms of time? And once I was clear on these things, I wanna put 10% of my total portfolio, I want to pay, place those bets during a one to two year period. And my goal is to turn 100,000 into a million. And I want to do this in a holding period of two to seven years. And my time commitment, I'm looking at that daily and I will put 80% in my huddle and 20% in my trading. Now I had a strategy. So my key learning though here was this. There is a difference between taking a position and building a position. Because the way that I had been buying my crypto was like a gambler. I just took a position. Yes, I'm in, boom, I'm gonna buy. But what I've learned is an investor builds a position. He decides I wanna put $10,000 in as a total investment. And I'm gonna take that in chunks over time. So I spread my position and my investment up. That made a lot, a lot of sense for me. So that's what I started doing. I put together my target portfolio and I decided how much I want to have Bitcoin, how much I want to have Ethereum, how many old coins I want to have and how much I want to put in each and every one of them. And what I'm doing now is once the market went down here again, below 19,000, I started taking those positions. So I'm starting to build here where we are now at this time in, in the market. 
I have started building my positions on my portfolio. I have also started dabbling and learning how to trade. So this is my journey of buying and selling. And what I would love now is to hand over to the true experts here, Rand and Kyle. I would love like to start with you, Rand. What's your I thought, I thought the true experts were Abraham and Adam. Abraham, Maria, and, and Adam Whitman. I thought they were the experts. <laughs> So what do you say, Rand? As an investor, what would you what would you think of my approach? Building a position over time and trading on the side to learn, yeah. or would you just say just go all in, just stay in the market, and that's the best way to go? What's your approach? Um, it depends on on who you are and your, your the type of personality. I think that um, I'm not a trader. I don't know how to trade. The reason I don't know how to trade is I'm emotional. I can't help myself but be emotional. Uh, I tested my theory once. Um, and the way I tested my theory was I opened two accounts. One was what I wanted to do. And the other one was whatever I wanted to do, just do the exact opposite. So if you feel like buying, no matter how sure you are that you want to buy, sell. And when you feel like selling and you think the world's going to collapse, buy. And the portfolio that actually was what I think went to close to zero and the other one nearly doubled. And that taught me a very good lesson, the lesson of market markets and emotions. And you know, Warren Buffett is a very smart man. And he said, when others are greedy, you should be fearful. When others are fearful, you should be greedy. And I realized that that's the, that's the truth of it. Now, the hard part of that is that you can't, you know, like it's, it's like if I say to you, if you love someone, you can't kick them out of your life. You just can't because you, you, you emotionally attach them. And that's the problem with trading. It's an emotional thing. So I'm not a trader and therefore I have to do what I'm good at and be an investor. And an investor takes long-term positions in things that he really believes in based on real market theses. And then he holds regardless of the price. And I'll give an example. Um, right now, the, the world's going through absolute turmoil. In fact, if I look at the markets now today, the markets are down 3% as we speak. And, you know, a lot of investors and maybe even a lot of traders are happy, unhappy, or very stressed at the moment. I really don't give a shit. And the reason why I don't give a shit is because what happens in the market today, tomorrow, next week, next month, really doesn't change my thesis uh, about how blockchain is going to disrupt the world. Um, I mean, I guess just at the beginning of this stream, Facebook made an announcement that they were going to just connect 2 billion people to NFTs. I mean, that's how I read the announcement. I don't know how you read the announcement, but I read that 2 billion people were not going to have access to NFTs. Now, sorry, Meta, people saying Meta. Um, <laughs> now, today the markets are down 3.5% because the Fed is messing around with interest rates. As an investor, I don't really give a shit. In fact... Let me go one step further and say, if you really, 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 really have conviction. And once you finish this course, hopefully you'll have the conviction and you'll be able to back it with fundamentals. Then the, the longer the market remains low for, the better it is for you because you can accumulate lots more coins. So... You got to ask yourself a real question and let's ask ourselves the question now and let's ask ourselves the question at the end of the course. If you had 10, no, let's ask the question. Would you rather that Bitcoin go to $50,000 tomorrow or $5,000 tomorrow? 
What's your answer? If your answer is 50,000, put your hands up. If your answer is 50,000, put your hands up. Okay, I can't see the hands. Um, let's just see. Okay, let me just see if I can see the hands. Um, so if I, I can't see the hands, but if your answer is 50,000, put your hands up. And these guys, you guys don't really have conviction. Because if Bitcoin goes up to 50,000 tomorrow, what it means is that this technology that you really, really, really believe in, you are going to have to buy it for $50,000. For me, the longer the price stays low, the more time I have to accumulate a big position. That's the way I see it. And that's the difference between an investor with conviction and a trader who's speculating about whether the market goes down or up or, or, what, or whatever the market's doing today. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. So from your perspective, me starting to build my position and starting to buy right now, I started buying uh, at around 18,000 and I've been gradually buying a little bit like you think that's the right call or would you wait i started buying bitcoin when bitcoin was 480 dollars and i think the the last time that i bought bitcoin was this morning at 19,200 um and so you know like if you ask me what's the average price of a bitcoin i can't tell you if you ask me how many bitcoin did i buy in 2015 and 2016 for 500 or 600 or 700 or even a thousand dollars i can't tell you because i'm just keep accumulating the position so i think it's very 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 smart you're not going to be able to time markets uh, unless you're an absolute professional and you get lucky at the same time and so the idea is to say if you have conviction you keep dollar cost averaging into the plays where you have the most conviction that's the best approach um, it's worked for everybody that I know. In fact, let me give you another little anecdote. I know a lot of people in blockchain. A lot of them are multi, multi, multi millionaires. Some of them are even billionaires. The one thing that they all have in common is that they've been buying all along. Not that they've been buying early, but that they've been buying all along. The people that come here and try and time the market and buy Bitcoin at the top, we call those the tourists. I don't know any of those that have made a lot of money in crypto. So that's, you know, I'm in crypto because I really believe in, 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 in the thesis of crypto. Um, I mean, you'd be a fool not to look at what's happening in the world right now. What's happening in, in Great Britain, the pound collapsing, uh, what's happening in the US. And to think to yourself, you don't need a money that is really limited and that the governments can't control. You'd be a fool to see what happened in Ukraine and what's happening in Argentina and, and, and stuff like that, and not realize that you need money that you can transport or something as small as a memory stick uh, anywhere in the world and be able to spend it anywhere in the world without government intervention. So to me, like, if, if you believe what I believe, great. I don't really care what's happening on the markets today. That's just, it's, it's all about conviction. And the truth is, I've often sat up at night and I've said, you know, a lot of times in life I made mistakes and the mistake that I made was that I got, I believed my own bullshit. And because I believed my own bullshit, I landed up losing a lot of money. With Bitcoin, I often test my assumptions and I often say like, is there a chance that Bitcoin won't work? Like it's got net. So then I go, okay, hold on. it has got network effect. History has proven that anything in the world that has got network effect can't be stopped and usually grows exponentially, except if it's stopped by those three things that I told you about. 
So the network, the network can't, can't be stopped. So what could stop Bitcoin? I think, could governments ban Bitcoin? Well, I guess they can't because, you know, Joe Biden himself said that 16% of all U.S. households have Bitcoin. You can't ban something that's owned by 16% of U.S. households. You'd lose, you'd lose your entire, you'd lose your entire voter base. You'd lose 16% of your voter base. Then I asked, like, well, what else can stop Bitcoin? And I just realized that it's truly unstoppable. And then I want to, I want to give you guys just one last thing. And to me, this is the biggest reason why, why I think Bitcoin is going to be amazing. Is over the years, Bitcoin has had an identity crisis. Everybody thought that the identity crisis is a bad thing. And I'll tell you where the identity crisis started. Bitcoin was created as a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. You read that. You saw that in the white paper, right? The peer-to-peer electronic cash system didn't work because Bitcoin wasn't money, because it can't do enough transactions and it's not fast enough, right? So they built the Lightning Network, and the Lightning Network makes it more uh, fast and be able to handle transactions. Then they said, okay, well, hold on. Bitcoin is an inflation hedge because the, the narrative of money never worked. They said, oh, you know what? Bitcoin is an inflation hedge. When governments print money, if you can buy a limited asset called Bitcoin, that'll hedge you against inflation. And it was amazing. It worked as an inflation hedge. In fact, when there was times of huge inflation, Bitcoin went up to 70,000, fastest appreciating asset in the world. And now that, we, that this inflation should be coming down and governments aren't printing money anymore, and in fact, they're taking money out of circulation, the price of Bitcoin has gone down. But now a new narrative is arriving. And the new narrative is that while all the currencies in the world are devaluing against the US dollar, we've seen it with the euro, we've seen it with the pound, we've seen it with the Australian dollar, we've seen it with the Korean one, we've seen it with every currency in the world, the dollar is getting very strong, and every currency in the world is depreciating against the dollar. Well, if you were living in these countries where money is depreciating against the dollar, you've got a few options of where to put your money. You can put your money into gold or silver, but you know the problems with gold or silver. You need security guards, you need vaults, you can't move it around. Uh, it's the first thing that the government will seize when they get the chance, right? You can buy a house, a home. Problem is it's very illiquid and there's usually huge taxes on buying and selling homes. You can buy dollars, but why would you buy dollars when you know that the dollar has grown exponentially and it's the most crowded trade in the world? So what are you going to buy? And this is where the new Bitcoin narrative is. If you want to protect yourself against currency collapses, you'll now discover that Bitcoin is probably the best, the best protection against currency uh, uh, um, speculation and, and, and irresponsibility to the governments. So that's my thesis. And that's why I'm super bullish on Bitcoin and I keep buying Bitcoin all the time, especially now when the price goes down. I haven't even started about Ethereum. I'm not going to start about Ethereum until you give Carl dupes a chance. And then if you guys want, we can talk about Ethereum and everything else. <laughs> All right. So Rand says, if you have conviction, you just buy and you hold. What do you have to say about that, Kyle? Do you believe in Bitcoin or have you lost your conviction? Where, are you out of the market or are you in the market? Um, well, first I'll start off with a quote because Rand was very inspirational. So it will be a quote from Bruce Lee. And he says that water can flow and water can crash. So be like water, my friend. And that's the way that I see the markets is I tend to move with the ebbs and flows of the market because where do you determine that your narrative is wrong? Now, I'm not really 
debating with Rand because I am definitely a long-term Bitcoin bull and I, I believe that it has a good chance of succeeding. But in the off chance that I'm wrong, I try and set my emotions aside in the same way that Rand said, you know, it can be emotional to be a trader and whatnot. And it's the same thing. Like you can even get caught up in emotional narratives. Um, I mean, look at a lot of uh, very, very smart people obviously lost out massively on Luna, obviously Rand, uh, Novogratz, many others. And for that reason, that if you follow a charting principle, at least one very simple strategy, you can avoid a lot of pain and have a lot of upside potential at the same time. Um, looking at Luna, I fully exited at the time I was managing another lady's portfolio before I joined Banter. And the chart told me to get everything out at about $105, so I did even though it was the most bullish narrative. I literally remember Fred coming to me at the office and saying, if I could put all my money in one coin, everything, it would be Luna. And I was like, wow, maybe I'm making a mistake. And then obviously it continued to go down. So I, I was asked to share one very simple strategy with you guys. So if I can screen share, I would love to, to put that out. Uh, let me Kyle, while you're screen sharing, can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you do you believe in Bitcoin as a replacement for for value? If you could hold your value in any asset in the world today, but you could only pick one asset, and you couldn't trade in and out of the asset, what would the asset that you hold your 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 and you got to hold it for ten years? Would you put it? What would the asset? What would your asset of choice be to hold your entire wealth? Remember, you can't trade it and out. You can only make one trade. Now and one trade in 10 years, you have to buy one asset. You can choose to buy whatever asset you want. Gold, uh, US dollars, any currency you want in the world. What would the asset be? From right now, 10 years from today. Right now, 10 years from now, you can only hold one asset with your entire, entire, entire wealth. Okay? You're not allowed to trade in and out. You can cash it out on the 10-year 10, 10 anniversary. And that will be the only thing that you have in your life. Um, what would that asset be? I would have to go with Bitcoin still. So I would rest, have to go with Bitcoin. Your Honor, I rest my case. <laughs> um, is, my screen, is my screen showing over here? Because it's it is. Okay, yes, perfect. It is. So a very simple strategy that a person can use, and I mapped this out just before we, we started with this uh, Zoom meeting, is just simply putting on a 21 exponential moving average on trading view on a weekly chart. And it's very simple. Anybody can do this and for free. You don't even have to have a premium trading view account. So 21 exponential moving average. And essentially what this is showing you is when there's buying interest in the market and when there's selling interest in the market. So um, it's, it's the easiest strategy ever to use. But the problem is uh, most people's psychology gets in the way. Of course, when it comes time to pull the trigger, they debate with themselves and they create their own narrative. So I definitely agree with Rand's uh, thesis for somebody that's new to the market. Uh, you 100% should not be trying to do this with all of your money, and you should be constantly buying Bitcoin and other crypto assets. Um, and dollar cost averaging is important for anybody. I think dollar cost averaging more heavy in the beginning stages um, is more important. And then as you get more skilled in learning how to swing trade or whatever it is, that you find your niche in, then you can start to slowly reduce how much your dollar cost averaging with because uh, even top traders should have a DCA portfolio. I do yeah. only about 10% of my income into DCA and that's just to deal 
with that emotional turmoil that you'll go through in the market. Let's say the market starts to rip from here towards the upside and you, are, you have no exposure, that DCA portfolio will save you from making a, an emotional mistake. So I just want to start off from uh, basically the beginning of Bitcoin, if you had used the strategy. Very, very easy. Essentially, when this uh, is angled towards the upside and price is holding above, you are in the market. When it's angled down and price is stuck below, then you're completely out the market. So what would this have looked like historically? Let me just make this bigger. Okay. So let's say you began in the beginning. So it might take me a few minutes to go through this, but I really think it's a worthwhile lesson in any case. So you would have bought your first Bitcoin had you started at the beginning using this system at $5, okay? Then you would have got out of the market at $80. You would have got back in the market at $88. So yes, small loss over here, assuming you started at this point, but just, just keep watching. So you're back in the market at $88 and you hold and you're in, it doesn't tell you to get out. It doesn't tell you to get out. And yeah, it tells you to get out at $596. Imagine what a profit that is. It tells you to get back in at 600, so $4 higher than your entry point because it's angled back up and prices above. And so it goes on, you back out at 554. And these are the big moves that really make you enormous amounts of money. Back in from 554, you sold you back in at $270 and you get to hold that and hold that and hold that and hold that. And look at this absolutely mammoth run that you would have gone through all the way up from $540. You sell at $9,900. That is huge. This one, it chops you in and out slightly. So $9,900, you get out of the market and it goes down. And it goes down, you're back in at 4,500, so definitely not bad. And you exit at 9,000, you enter at 9,000, you exit again at 8,700. This is like the only choppy part that you experience. Back in at 8,400, out at 8,2, so $200 difference. Back in at 8,2, same as your entry, as your exit, your entry. Now, now you're holding from 8,200 almost all the way through this entire run that we had 8,200 and so it continues and there's your exit $45,000 it puts you back in at $41,000 still profit and exits at 50,000 and then the rest is history since then you're completely out of the market very very simple literally one line and ask yourself how much money would you have made? You would have made much, much, much more Bitcoin than had you just bought at $5 originally and just held throughout. So that to me is the power of using backtested strategy. Very, very important. It has to be something backtested. Uh, you can't exactly wing it. Um, you, need to, you need to know what it does in the long run. Carl, you should make a video explaining this and drop it on the channel. Yes, okay, that would yeah. be great. We have a lot of comments here about if this worked on different time frames. How do you get the signal to get in and out? So, that yeah, would be so great. it's it's very simple. I, I mean, I can make a post of it on Twitter. It's so easy. Twenty-one exponential moving average. Do it on the weekend. Drop it on the weekend. Week, do it on the weekend. Drop it on Saturday. Okay. Come on, do it, bro. Come on, everyone say that. I'll cover it in. I'll cover it. I'm going away for my mom's birthday, so I'm, I'm not going to do it Saturday. But I'll cover it in tomorrow's video. And then Great. we can snippet that and we'll put on the shorts channel. Amazing. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so very much, Kyle. Like, uh, I would love 
and the opportunity. I'm sure the guys here would love the opportunity to ask you some questions. Uh, you, you guys want to take that now, or how do you want to play that? Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah, open sure. up the Q&A. Whoever wants to ask Kyle, Daniel, myself questions, let's do it. Now's a great time. Should we open the floor, or should we ask people to post in the let's chat box, maybe? And let's post in the chat box, and then... So anybody have a question, please post it in the chat. Okay, here's the I first saw one. one question. I can, somebody yeah. asked, would you use that strategy for altcoins? Um, so the answer to that would be, generally speaking, if the strategy is telling you to have exposure to Bitcoin, in other words, you should be long Bitcoin, pretty much we know alts move with uh, a higher magnitude than what, what Bitcoin would. So yes, you could, that means you could be in, in altcoins, but you use the charts on Bitcoin. Okay, everyone's asking Discord, YouTube, or what? We will drop it in the Discord and on the YouTube, so don't worry, you'll all get it. Okay. Wow, there's so many messages coming in, I can't even keep up. Um, Rana, I like you, I'm way too emotional for trading. Uh, wow, this, this chat's moving too quickly. Um, from an investment strategy, how do you decide when to cash out versus huddle forever? Um, you'll learn in this course but there are really three or four times when you sell. The first one and the most obvious one is if you need money to fund your living expenses. So if you want to buy a car, you want to buy a house, you want to live, you want to buy your wife a handbag, it's your, you know, it's your dog's birthday, whatever it is, you want to be cashing out money for that. And you want to keep enough money for that. Second time you want to sell is if you want to invest in other assets. So like if you've got Bitcoin and Bitcoin's gone up a lot and you want to start investing in Ethereum, you can sell. The third time that you want to sell is if you um if you your thesis changes now the, the the thesis changes is if you want me to simplify that for you it's almost like if the weather forecast says that it's going to rain you go and buy an umbrella but if the thesis is that it's not going to rain anymore and it's going to be a drought then you don't need an umbrella anymore and so when you think that there's no more need for the asset that you invested in, then you can sell. So those are, I think, three, and there's only one more time when you're allowed to sell. You'll learn about that later on in the course. Um, that is pretty much when I, when I sell. Uh, otherwise, I don't sell. And my inspiration for not selling is I know some of the Uber investors personally, like friends. And I know people that invested $50,000 in Uber and because they couldn't sell because, you know, it was not listed anywhere. It was not listed in the stock market. The people that invested $25,000 million, $25, got $150 million when Uber listed. And I think if they invested $50,000, they got double that. And then I realized that when you're dealing with an exponential technology that's going to disrupt the world, your best strategy is to just hodl it forever. Um, so that's, yeah, that's pretty much when I sell. Someone's saying, why did you quit CoinStats? We haven't quit. I use CoinStats every single day. They will be giving a Bitcoin if we get enough people to sign up. Are they good partners? We definitely haven't quit them. Um, what about combinations of Kyle strategy and DCA on a monthly basis? Kyle, you can answer that. Yeah, so I definitely advocate dollar cost averaging, by the way. Um, I've found there's many exchanges that offer... Uh, you know, an API and things that 
almost allowed to go automatic. So it will just, you just deposit the money that you have available. And every day, even, I, I think the daily one works out the best. You can just look at dollar cost average bitcoin.com and then you can mess around with the metrics showing when you started uh, and how much you're allocating per day, per week, per month. I think daily and weekly were more profitable than monthly. So I, I would say yes, do it. Okay, amazing. Um, wow, well, these comments are going so fast. What do you think has been the hardest part of your crypto journey so far? Well, I can answer that. Um, <laughs> Luna collapsed. Over 50% of my portfolio was in Luna. I lost, I mean, it's public knowledge that I lost over $100 million. Um, that was the hardest period of my life. That was, that was the closest I've ever been to tapping out and giving up, not only on crypto, but maybe even on life. That's how bad it was. But here I am. And, I, you know, in life, you sometimes get uh, tests. And often when the test is for you to tap out, that's when you should double down. And so I doubled down. I, I made more content. I invested more in crypto. I did more research. And today we've got a much better business for it. So that was, that's it. Kyle, maybe you want to give your, your toughest moment in crypto. Uh, my hardest moment would have been, I, I, for those of you, well, most of you wouldn't know this. Before um, joining Crypto Banter, I used to work on cruise ships. Very great job selling fine art, high earning salary, everything. I said, I'm not leaving these ships until I buy 10 Bitcoin. And I had enough money at the COVID crash, uh, $45,000. I deployed all of it. I bought 10 Bitcoin, but I was flying home. And I, I was looking also charting-wise, CME gap, $3,100. I wanted 14 Bitcoin now. So I thought, I'm going to sell it. I'll set the orders while I'm on the flight home. Two days flight back to South Africa. Landed. Bitcoin was 6500 then 7 then 10 and then all the way to 69000 that was the hardest moment for me, for sure. I mean, guys, I think this is a great uh, time to maybe tell you a little banter story, part of the banter fam. So, I mean, maybe we should talk about the day or how we got Kyle to actually join banter. Because, I mean, not, not, not many people know that story. We always talk about Sheldon's story. But let me tell you actually a very cool story. So, I get thousands and thousands and thousands of WhatsApp messages from unknown numbers. And I never even look at them. And the reason why I get these messages is because I'm quite careless with my number while I'm doing streams. So very often I share my number and a lot of people land up in my email signature or whatever. And a lot of people land up reaching out to me on WhatsApp. And so I never respond unless I know your number. And one day, I don't know why, but I was, at, I was filling up with gas at the petrol station. And I saw a message and it said something about COVID-19, no job. I love crypto. And it was like quite a long message. And I don't know why, but for the first time in my life, I actually replied to one of those messages. And I said, well, well, come to the office and come work with us. And let's find something for you to do. And we took Kyle in and he became a, he worked with Fred and he became a producer on, on one of the shows. And then we realized that he could chart. And he started doing charts. We realized that actually in the office, he was the best chartist. He was, he was, he was the king of charts. And then he's like, I want to stream. I was like, okay, well, if you think you can stream, stream. And today we have another superstar in the making. So, well, a superstar that's been made, but, but growing very much. So, you know, it's just, it's amazing how synchronicity and how the universe works uh, to just, to make things work. And in fact, just to make this a little bit more real, I want to, I want to just read you guys something. I hope I have it. I really do. Um, Cause I have changed phones about a hundred times. Hi. Um, 
My name, hi, Ryan. My name is Kyle. I'm on a crypto group with you and I've been following your work since 2017. I was restrained from work last week and would like to extend my helping hand to you and the Crypto Vantage channel. I can do basic graphic design. I can run Instagram accounts. I can write articles. I can trade. Would you be willing to take on extra help? I didn't respond. He then wrote another one and said, Hi, Ryan. I'm sure you get thousands of messages. I've noticed there's not much going on in your Crypto Banter Instagram page. Would love to get involved and uh, could run it for you guys. I really believe that I could add, add value. If you'd like to hear some more of my ideas, please let me know. Good evening, Ryan. This is a month later. My pride has really taken a backseat, reaching out to you by WhatsApp. I reached out in April about joining Crypto Banter. Anywhere where you may need hands. Today I saw your tweet about a job posting and emailed but I thought I'd try my luck here again. Please consider my CV as I was retrenched in April. Tried to start my own business in crypto, but still inconsistent. Could use some banter family love. And then I said, what, what role? And he said, I'm versatile, but interested in crypto research. I said, here's our address. See you tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. That was uh, 1st of December, 2021. Then if you remember yes, that. And what, 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 I don't know if you know this, Rand, but um, I actually, I was living in Stellenbosch at the time and my rent was coming to an end, uh, pretty much it ended on the 31st of November. So that was my first day out with nowhere to go and nothing to do. And I had to borrow $1,000 from my dad That's to insane. pay the rent. And that was, that was it. I was like, I was out after that. I had nothing. So it was... Yeah, a real blessing, and I'll always be grateful. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a privilege to be able to be a part of a community like this where we can change people's lives, not even knowing each other. And look at us, we're all, we're all family now. So, I mean, you're an unbelievable uh, addition to our team. You're an integral part of our team because you balance everyone, and you're one of the best charters that I've ever worked with. So, absolute honor, and I'm glad that I looked at that one WhatsApp message. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's do one or two more questions. And then, um, Ryan, where should I store my cryptos for 10-year hold? Exchange, cold wallet, or DeFi getting yield? We're, there's a whole module about storing your crypto safely, um, it, which is coming up. So I don't want to ruin it now because we've really got an amazing module. And actually, I think we're actually going to bring in a hacker to show you guys how to hack and how people get hacked. So... Um, I don't want to ruin it now, but but we, we're definitely going to give the answer to you and uh, we're definitely going to give the answer and you have to join the next workshop because give you a little clue, maybe one of you is going to get hacked live. Maybe not, maybe yes, maybe not, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, Kyle is a good motivation story, a real zero to hero. Um, yeah, guys, I mean, Kyle is one of the best people I've ever worked with. He has a work, first of all, he's very, 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 very smart. Second of all, he has a work ethic, which I've never seen before. He's the most consistent guy in the whole world. He will do a show every single day. He will be prepared for your show every single day. And he'll innovate every single day. It's just he's one of the best people I've ever interacted with. It's, it's, it's actually an honor to, to be interacting with him. Um, all right, let's go through one or two more. Love you, Carl. A lot of question of how to set that uh, 21 EMA and all that stuff up in trading view. So you definitely need to do a video, Kyle. Why don't you yeah, I'll do it for all video. these questions. Why don't, you, why don't you just quickly share your screen and just show people how to do a 21 EMA? Um, okay, you, guys, you, guys are gonna, you guys have got a real treat. I mean, this is a real treat. So start off with a blank trading view. Anyone can get this, tradingview.com. Um, it's free. You don't need to pay. This, this version of TradingView is absolutely free. Uh, you will Can need you it. See everything. 
we can just go to a blank chart, take away all the lines, and just show us exactly, exactly, exactly how to do it. Okay, so if you sign up, then you're gonna, it's just gonna go to a blank sheet like this. Um, usually I'll just remove that, that's just the volume. So you have nothing on there at the moment. And then what you would wanna do is you're just gonna go to indicators. And then uh, under search bar, you just literally type in EMA. So it will say moving average exponential. Then you're gonna click on that. And now it's gonna pop up over here. All right, let's just see. Okay, I don't use this one. Let me, let me just go to the one I use. So I go to this one over here. It's called Triple EMA Forecast. That's how I got a favorite. It's by uh, this, this author's Jen uh, Mar 01. And then when you click on that, this is going to give you three different moving averages. Okay, so I can, okay oh, this one did load up. So you can use either or. Um, if you do use this one in the settings, the first one that I showed wait, you. Wait, 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 sorry. You've lost me, you've lost me, you've lost me. Go back, Okay, start okay. Again. That so one does work. Let, let's just keep lines. this one because it's simple. We'll do it again. So you go, to, you go to indicators and then you type in EMA. And this one does work, the moving average exponential. It just took a while to load up. So you see that blue line that's over there? That's the line. That's, cur that's currently set on a nine EMA. So you'll click on the little cog there that says settings. Then it's got a whole bunch of things. You have visibility, style, inputs. Under input, you want to change the length to 21. So once you've done that, you can go to style. If you click on that blue, you can change the color to whatever you want. So I like it on yellow. And then the lines on the bottom will be the thickness. I like to put on a nice thick one so you can see it. And then you just click OK. And it's, it's pretty much as simple as that. So again, just to remind you, you click on there, type in the search bar EMA, that will come up. And then you go to the settings of that EMA. And under inputs, you can change the length to any, any length that you really want. That's if you want just one on there. Cool. So you will get a lot more of this. You know, Sheldon's doing sniper school. And then after that, Kyle's doing his trading school. So you're going to get all these strategies. And because you guys are in this class, you guys are going to get preferential acceptance into the other course. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is, just, this is really just the beginning of your journey with us. This is just to get you guys in. And from that point on, you're part of the family. You'll have daily shows. You'll have a, you've got a Discord group. You've got support from all our mentors. Um, yeah, there we go. All right, guys, no more questions today. Um, I, I just guess wanted to ask one on, on behalf of the community quickly, Ren. Um, because I think it relates to a lot of people here. Can you invest if you've only got $50, 50 euro, 100 euro? For, you know, I think it can be intimidating at times when we're hearing about thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and so from a community perspective, if I've only got $50 to dollar cost average or even less, should I still be doing it? And, and is, there a, is there a minimum? I'm going to show you something, but I'm just going to try and find a website that shows you how amazing this is. So first of all, I want to say the following. There is, a re there is a good reason, there we go, there is a good reason why we gave you guys the exchanges that we gave you guys, because those exchanges allow you to invest a, a very small amount of money at very small fees. So Bybit, Binance, um, all of those allow you to invest $50, which is a good start. Now, I want to just show you something. Um, let me see if I can share a screen. Here we go. Can you see my screen now? Can you see a, a DCA BTC? Can you see that? Yes. 
Okay, so let's just say that you can only afford $50 a month. Okay, so let's just say $50 a month. A week, just to make it more fun. $50 a week for the last three years. Okay? You would have $18,858, but you would have only put in $7,850. Now, you can go and play with this. The address is dcabtc.com. Now, at the peak of the bull market, before the prices went down, you would have had $30,000. You would have had $26,676. And that's from $50 a week. So, like, how many times do you buy, how many times do you buy something that you don't need to buy for $50? How many times do you, uh, you know, like CNBC love the avocado toast. Like, if you didn't eat avocado toast, you would be a millionaire at the age of 20. You know, like, they always do that, you know? So, I, I really encourage you guys, if ever you get demotivated in Bitcoin, I really, really, really encourage you guys to go to this DCA uh, BTC site and just remind yourselves what happens if you just, I mean, let me just say something crazy, like $10 a week for the last nine years, okay? And then, Ran, I made this mistake on the show. You have to click starting date nine years as well. That's okay, very so, confused. Okay, Why didn't it change? Just, <laughs> it's starting date nine years. Okay, you would have had two hundred ten thousand dollars from putting in ten dollars a week. How many of you? How many of you? You know what? You know what? Uh, nine years sounds like too long. Let's do five years. Ten dollars a week for five years. You got yourself ten thousand dollars. Like, come on, guys. How many times have you? How, how many times have you just thrown away ten dollars? You know. So, yeah, I guess that this is, this is the, yeah, let's just quickly compare that to what, what would have happened if you put that into Ethereum. Uh, let's see if we can do Ethereum. Can you do Ethereum? Okay, we'll do, this in, we'll do this in one of the other courses, in one of the other lessons. But it just shows you the power of DCA. And I think the one thing that you should have taken out of this today is that both Kyle and I agree that the best asset for us to put our money into is, is, is definitely, definitely... Um, Bitcoin. And, you know, we just have different approaches. Kyle's less emotional than me. He's a better trader than me. Uh, I'm not, I don't have time. I'm too busy making streams and traveling the world. I'd rather just buy and hold and everything's cool. Everything's fine. So, yeah, I think we, we all agree on that. Awesome. Thank you so very much, guys. What an amazing conversation. Right? I really, really appreciate that. And I hope you guys feel ready and pumped up right now for your assignment this week, which is pretty straightforward. Buy your first Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, and listen more about that and how you guys work in teams and so forth. Uh, Gina will tell you more about. So I will hand you back wait. over to. Okay, man. Just before we go, uh, I just want to get a screenshot of everybody. So I just did. Okay, great. Uh, do us two favors this week. You have you have two assignments. If you enjoyed crypto school. And you think that we're adding value. And I think as you guys have all realized, we're doing this for free. It's 11.30 at night in Singapore. And I'm here bringing you crypto love and crypto wisdom. Do me a favor. Pop us a tweet. Tag Kyle. Tag Crypto Banter. Tag me. Uh, tell us about your experience. And then the second part of your assignment is go out there this week and start dollar cost averaging. Just, just do it. Just, just start dollar cost averaging. And I guess today will probably be the day that changed your lives. And maybe your children's life. Who knows? 
Awesome. Thank you so very much. All right, Gina, what do you got in store scores? All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Ron, for joining us. Uh, at, yeah, just incredible alpha that's been shared this, this afternoon in South Africa, in the middle of the night in other places and morning in other places. Um, but now, as Dan said, your assignment very, very specifically and very simply is go and buy your first Bitcoin. So it, based on the based on the data we got from the polls earlier on, it seems like most people have bought crypto before. But as Dan's mentioned, we will share a a video which will demonstrate exactly step by step what you need to do if you've not done this before. And I know for a fact that there are thousands of people in that community help channel that if you're getting stuck at any point, you can ask and there will be uh, multiple answers coming your way. So jump onto your exchange, make sure you've got funds in there and then um, buy that, that first Bitcoin for whatever amount you can afford at this particular moment. And as you can see, that long-term investment is going to be worth it. So on that note, um, this sort of brings us to the official end of our our workshop, but we've got some fun stuff that we've got uh, in store for, for the next 20 minutes, half an hour, for those of you that can stick around, and we'd love you all to stick around. I'm going to be covering a fun quiz, um, which if you do the quiz, you'll, you'll contribute your own uh, points to your team points. So this one's really for the teams, but anybody's uh, welcome to participate. It's just for fun. And then after the quiz, I'm going to take you through our top 10 teams that are on the leaderboard so far this week based on their performance in the in the course and then uh after that we will um i'm going to share the details of the second part of your team challenge which is the building your crypto portfolio in CoinGecko, to talk you through the details of that and then we're going to jump into the breakout rooms to give you an opportunity to actually connect with your team live um, and just sort of get get chatting on on that that team challenge. We'll also have a big breakout room for anybody who wants to just stick around, have more Q and A time. And um, we've got our mods to to uh, hang out with you and to answer questions and to connect. And we'll also share the details of that CoinGecko portfolio challenge if you just want to pursue that on your own as well. So that is really um, what's about to happen now. So I want to give anyone the opportunity who has to run feel free to jump off, but anyone who's still got some time to stick around, we'd love for you to stick around. So now it is time for the quiz. But I'm going to take, um, Tom, if you can bring up that, that slide again for us so we can see what we've got to do. In just a moment, I'll start the quiz, but to get you started. Um, uh, Matt, I, I was going to leave, but the, the quiz is always my favorite part, so I'm staying. Okay. I'm, staying. Okay. I'm staying, I'm okay, staying, I'm awesome. staying. Awesome. So what you can do, go to joinmyquiz.com and enter that game code 9AA535. Once you are in, it will ask you to enter your so enter your team name and team number so we can keep track of, of who you are to, to add your points to the team leaderboard. So you'll either put Tom T1 or Tom Crypto Knights or Gina Crypto Warriors. Um, yes, let's share the link to the um, to the quiz in the chat. So you go to you go to joinmyquiz.com and you just put in nine double eight five three five and okay, I've put in my team, which is I've put in my team name and my team number and that's it i just press start right exactly so cool so let me get sharing with my uh, holy shit i see like 50 people have joined 100 people have joined that's okay i see everyone's joining awesome guys put yeah. your team How number next to the team i don't know what team you're cool. okay if you don't have a team just put but guys it's if uh, if you don't know where to go join my quiz.com and it's Quiz number nine eight eight five three five. You don't need a link. It's just joinmyquiz.com, um, and it's nine eight eight five three five. Today, just because I love you guys and you guys have kept me awake, 
we're going to give a cash prize. Uh, we'll give a cash prize for the winner. Uh, let's give let's give two hundred and fifty dollars in Bitcoin to the winner. How's that? So the person who wins today gets two gets two hundred and fifty dollars worth of Bitcoin sent to their wallet. Give you guys amazing. Some, give you guys awesome. some okay. Give you guys some incentive to sign up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get let's get everybody on this quiz. See, there's 285 people. Come on, guys. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. There we go. Okay, 292 cool. over. Let's go, 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 go. Right. So, so joinmyquiz.com. There we go. Join my quiz. I'm going to share the link as well here in the chat. Uh, uh, why is it not? Let me do that. There we go. I have to there to join. And then we're going to get started in just a moment. What's going on? I'm supposed to be out at a nightclub at the end of a conference, and I'm here doing a crypto quiz with Crypto School. What's happened to me? You're my in life? the right place. You're in the right place. Okay, cool. Should we get started? We've got 377 people. Let's see if we can get to 400, and then we'll start. We got eight. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. There we go. Cool. Let's get going. All right, let's go, go, go. Let's, let's go. let's go. Let's get let's 500. Go. Come on, we can do this. We can get to 500. Oh, We're gonna get to sorry, 500. I started it. I started it. Damn it. Sorry. Okay, who created Bitcoin? Who created Bitcoin? Is it Sonic the Hedgehog, the US government, North Korea, or Satoshi Nakamoto? Come on, who knows the answer? If you don't know the answer to this, you should drop out of school immediately. If you don't know that Sonic the Hedgehog created Bitcoin, you've got to drop out of school. All right. Oh, okay, let's see. We're running out of time. Five, four, three, two, one. And okay, let's now. see what we got. Gina, please show me the results. Please show me the results. I will do. Show me the chart. I need to see the chart. You need to close the, you need to minimize the question. And right, we'll see, right yeah. let's do it. There we go. There we go. So let's see participants view. Let's see the, uh, oh, where's the leaderboard? Why am I lost today? Sorry, guys. There we go. There's the leaderboard. So we've got Yar in first place with 990 points. So you get points for doing it, getting it correct and doing it the fastest. Uh, Tom made it up in second S. We don't know who S is, but S is, is good. Lord, Lord came forth. And then R came fifth. Let's move on. So sorry, Ron, you're not in our top five today. Let's move on to the next question. Remember, this is this is monitoring how fast and whether you get it right. So you've got to go fast. How many Bitcoin will there be ever be? Depends on inflation. 21 million, 21,000. Only Satoshi knows. How many Bitcoin will there be at terminal point? Go, 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 go. Come on, you guys. You need to know this. And 15 seconds left. And there will be there will be bonus points if anyone can tell me what year the last Bitcoin will be mined. Let's see, we got two one and twenty one forty. Two thousand twenty four. Twenty one forty it is. Twenty one forty. Will be the last Bitcoin. Oh, let's see. Wow, Yar's still in. Uh, oh, we lost. Sorry, we lost. I think board. I think Yar's I think Yar's cheating. I think Yar's cheating. <laughs> Why did I lose that now? Ah, oh, there we go. Let's see. No, I don't know. I lost it. There we go. Um, I lost that that chart view for some reason. It doesn't matter. We got twenty one. Okay, 20, cool. Twenty one million. Cool. We got some new people. Twenty one million. Um. 
Let's go, go, no, go, go, go. Let's go, let's go. By which two laws are network effects defined? Is it Metcalfe's law and Barabasi's law? Is it the laws of attraction? The Newton's second and third law? Or the law of exponents? There are two laws that make a network absolutely unstoppable. One of them says that the that when each user joins a network, they add value to the network exponentially. And the other one says that in a world that is not inhibited by governments or rules and regulations, people will flock to the busiest networks. Okay, let's see. Right, Metcalfe's law and Barabasi's law. Most people got that right. The law of exponents. Tricky one, tricky one. Let's see who's on our leaderboard for that question. Cool. Let's see. So we've got Jose, if I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Mohit in second place. Luke from Team 102. So 45 being represented in first place. They're Team 78 represented. Uh, team 102 with Luke. Lord is still in fourth place. Come on, Lord. you got to move up there. And um, Antonella from Team 15 coming in a fifth of that question. I think we got one more question. Let's do it. All right. Well, last question today for $250 in Bitcoin Cent. You are how much was the first bit, bit, how much was the first bitcoin recorded payment for goods was it one bitcoin was it a hundred bitcoin was it a thousand bitcoin or was it ten thousand bitcoin come on so the first recorded bitcoin payment for goods was obviously for a pizza and as you can see that that's the picture and it actually wasn't a pizza it was two pizzas question is how much did the guy pay for a pizza or two pizzas. Let's see. You paid 10,000 Bitcoin for two pizzas. So at today's prices, 10,000 Bitcoin at $20,000, is that uh, 200 million or 2 billion? Wow, Whatever. wow, wow. He paid a lot. He paid. For pizza, it's, uh, for pizza. $200 million. So he bought a pizza for $100 million at today's price. <laughs> Holy Amazing. shit. Wow. Holy shit. And look, Lord made it to number one. Lord made it to number one for, for that round. Well done. Antonella representing team 15 at number two, Ben R. Don't know which team you're in, Ben R, unless you're not in a team, but well done for getting in there. Winston from team 121 and Christian from team 17 in fifth place. They're well done, everybody. Um, okay, that just, is... um, can I just say two things? One is, Lord, we're going to give you $250, so just get hold of the team and we'll wow, find a way to wow. send it to your Bitcoin address. Um, I want to just talk about this point for a second around the person that spent 10,000 Bitcoin on two pizzas. That's another one of the big reasons why Bitcoin is not suitable to be money. Because money is something that should be spent, not something that you should want to hold on to, right? And you know when Satoshi spoke about a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system? That implies money. But you don't want to spend something that's increasing in value because if you, if you, if you have something that's increasing in value, to spend it knowing that it's going to be worth more in a year than today, it's like buying a handbag and saying, wow, I just paid $1,000 for the handbag, knowing that if I would have held that $1,000, it could become two or three or $4,000. And that's why Bitcoin is not suitable to be money, because why would you ever spend money on something that's depreciating when your money is appreciating? Big lesson in life. If you have two types of assets, and one is depreciating and one is appreciating, 
Always spend the depreciating asset. Don't spend the appreciating asset. Great lesson. That guy would have had to himself $200 million if he didn't spend his, his appreciating asset on pizza and he would have just spent his US dollars. Amazing. Thanks, Ryan. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for participating. I am noting that it's fast for people who are not native English speakers. So perhaps next time around, we'll give a little bit more time um, for our our people um, in the community who are not first language English speakers. Speakers, so apology for the big rush um, through the quiz. We, we got you for next time. Um, cool. So let's move on to the team leaderboards. So just to remind you, the team leaderboards, of course, are, are, um, only apply to the people who are participating in teams. We know a lot of people haven't been in teams yet. So we're hoping that everybody's going to be secured in their team and you will be able to participate in the leaderboard for next week. And um, for today, I'm going to announce the top 10 teams that came up on the leaderboard. This is based on the number of lessons that have been completed and the speed at which you're completing them. Um, so here it is, the top 10 teams for this week. Okay, super exciting. Wow, okay, crypto surfers are, whoa. Okay, amazing. Hmm. We got the crypto surfers at number one, the right, double so ups. Gina, hold on, there's a bit of a mistake there because it says that crypto surfers has 49,325 and then ah. double up has 49,525. So actually double up is in the lead. Wait a minute, yes, 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 yes. Double up is in the lead. For some reason it's done something funny there or I did something funny with the formula. Apologies, double up, you are actually ranking at team number one today and crypto surfers are coming in second. There's the rest of it looking right. I thought I'd double check this, but now it's not looking right. I'm gonna actually, wait, wait, take it off, Tom. This is the wrong leaderboard. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, I'm gonna up update that and I will share it with you guys in Discord later. Damn it, all the excitement just like, gone like a like a pop balloon sorry everybody <laughs> um i will share that with you on the top team names you guys have submitted a quiz and shared your team names with us so i am going to post the top 10 shortlisted names in discord and we are going to run a poll and you guys are going to get to vote for the top five and those top five names that have the most popularity for being the coolest and, and most original names will get points to add to their leaderboard score for next week so apologies that was ridiculous um that i just like really just messed that one up but um on that note let's move on to the team challenge i am conscious of time and we want to get jumping into the breakout rooms so the team challenge, which I mentioned last week, is this portfolio uh, team building portfolio competition. And we are doing this with CoinGecko. CoinGecko has this amazing feature. Some of you have logged in already. Some of you might still be planning to. But CoinGecko has this awesome feature where you can set up a dummy portfolio and buy coins or paper trade, as we call it, um, where you're, you're sort of buying dummy coins at an amount that you choose and you can then track how that portfolio does over time. So it's really cool because you can sort of get a sense of what is the market doing on a day-to-day -day basis and then make investment decisions based on what you're seeing there. So I posted to all the teams and in the, the general announcement channel that you should get set up with a CoinGecko account, which is free uh, to sign up. And once you are signed up and logged in, then, then you are able to access that portfolio page. So the first step in this team challenge is to get yourself onto CoinGecko so you can access that portfolio page. Then comes your team mission for this week. And this is super exciting. Some people were already asking this question. And I want to invite everybody who's in this call to do this 
um, individually if you want to, but part of the journey is that you're going to be building your portfolio first individually, and then you're going to discuss with your team what, what you're doing and why you're making those investment decisions. And based on the conversation, based on what you think um, you should be doing as a team, you will then make a final decision in the next couple of weeks on what is the amount of um, dollars that you are going to invest in the different coins for an overall team portfolio submission, which we'll, we'll share more information about at the end, towards the end of the course. So this is your team challenge for today, or should I say your team mission? From today, if you haven't started doing so already, you are going to start allocating your winning portfolio, but only starting with Bitcoin and ETH uh, for this week. As we move on in the course over the next couple of weeks, you'll be adding a variety of different coins, altcoins. As we learn about altcoins, you'll start adding those as well in your portfolio. And then this will um, culminate in our workshop three session with Coach Dan and Ran, where they will be taking you through how they uh, tackle building their portfolios and then you'll be able to make your final decisions for the team for portfolio based on all the information that you've gathered over the, the next few weeks. So here's your, your mission. You're going to imagine that you have $10,000. That would be nice if we all had $10,000 just to buy some Bitcoin um, and ETH. To buy, to buy some coins and build your crypto portfolio, you are going to decide of that $10,000, how much do you want to allocate to Bitcoin and to Ethereum? You'll then, on your CoinGecko dummy portfolio, add each coin to that portfolio. So it's, very, it's a really simple interface. If you are struggling, ask your team members for help. And we can also do some screen sharing in the, in the breakout rooms if people are not sure how to, how to buy that or how to add the coin to the portfolio. And then once you've added that coin, you'll execute a paper trade or a fake transaction in CoinGecko to buy that Bitcoin and ETH with the amounts that you've allocated. So you're going to take a look say, okay, cool, I've got $10,000. I know that I've got to spend that over multiple coins or tokens that I want to invest in. But for now, I'm just focusing on these two. What, what is the amount that I'm willing to invest and why? And so you might know exactly how much you want to invest and why, or you might want to have a discussion with your team about it based on knowledge that they might have or experiences that they've had or that you've had as well that you want to share. And then once you've invested on your own portfolio in CoinGecko, as a team, have a chat, have a discussion, and, and decide, okay, cool, as a team, what amount of dollars or what percentage of that $10,000 do we feel is the best amount to invest in Bitcoin and ETH for the beginning of our portfolio as a team? And come to a general consensus. There might be some heated debates um, around, around that conversation, but at the end of the day, come to sort of a general understanding together of, okay, this is what we're comfortable with as a team. We feel this is probably the best percentage of $10,000 or the best amount of $10,000 to invest um, and, and put that together. And then you will answer in a team assignment, which will be a, a link to a quizzes link, a quiz again, where you will share with us your, your feedback on what have you decided to invest both as an individual and what is the team's decision on what, what you think is best in terms of investing in Bitcoin and ETH for now. And then next week, we're going to build on that. If you want to jump ahead, explore some different coins, totally up to you. But for now, let's focus on Bitcoin and ETH, get everybody comfortable, do some research together, figure out what, what makes the most sense for you. Um, and then, of course, use the, the wisdom and alpha that you've taken from today to, to help inform some of, those, some of those decisions. So I'm seeing some comments in the, um, in the chat here. What if there's only one person in my team? What if I don't have a team yet? So this, this is a challenge that we will try and, and tackle. But if you are finding yourself in an inactive team or you're not in a team just yet, 
feel free to have chats in the general community channels, whether it's community help or general chat, and feel free to go ahead and, and do this as well. It's a great challenge. It's a nice way to sort of um, get your feet, you know, stick your feet into the sand, get get going on it and um, and give it a try. And if you're, it's, it's what's awesome about it is you're not doing it with real money. So if you make mistakes along the way, at least you're not losing along the way. And it's a, it's a wonderful way to, to get started. So on that note, we are now going to, jump into the breakout rooms. Um, and then, as I mentioned, some of the moderators, including myself and the rest of the crypto school team, will, will try and jump in and out of the, the breakout rooms. And in the breakout room, you will have the slide available to you to start having this discussion, to start thinking about it. So what you can do is use this opportunity to check, is everyone in the team able to set up a CoinGecko um, uh, sign up. Are they are they on that portfolio page? Does it is it easy to navigate? Find where to buy the where to um, add the coin to the portfolio, and then where to actually do the transaction. If you're struggling, you'll let us know, and we'll we'll post a little demo as well. Um, but it's super easy to navigate and um, pretty user friendly from a from an interface perspective. So I'll pause there. I don't know if anybody's got um, any other comments from the team before we jump into the breakout rooms. Um, Otherwise, after you are in the breakout room, we are not going to return to the main call. So this is officially the end of our um, workshop one. Just want to say to everybody before before I don't see you all, um, once we jump into the breakout rooms, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for sticking around with us um, for almost two hours now. Super exciting session. And, and I think we're super grateful to um, to the team that, that gave us all that amazing um, knowledge today. So thanks to the community. And just keep those questions coming. We are, we are so, so happy to be conversing with you and um, just loving seeing all the, the energy and the vibe and, and the chats. So keep, keep that happening. And it just keeps getting better. The, the week's content just keeps getting better and better. And the learning just, you know, is more and more. So, so stay with us because uh, stay tuned, should I say. Um, so, yeah, I think, Ron, any final words from you? Or uh, I think in the interest of time, I mean, we've run away over time. So, guys, thank you. It's been a great honor. It's a privilege to be here with you guys. And I think on that, let's go into the breakup rooms and see everybody again next week. Cheers, guys. Now get to the club, right? Run somebody saying, go clubbing. Bye. Have fun. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.